Yes, welcome. So my name is Samuel and welcome to our podcast, which is Tech and Butter. I'd like we start by you introducing yourself, sir. Oh yeah, uh, greetings to all your listeners. Thank you very much for having me. My name is Kodakwashi. I'm, I'm the CEO of uh, After Africa AI Project. Amazing, that's great. And uh, we, we are so grateful to have you on our podcast today. As you know, in our tech, tech and butter podcast, we always bring founders and of startups and tech companies. And today we have our guest who apparently is in Zimbabwe. And this is a great thing because being in Kenya, that means that we're expanding our community, even in Zimbabwe, and also Zimbabweans will be able to follow through with our podcast. So, yes, and the point of interest which brought us to you, sir, is Africa AI. So, when was Africa AI founded? Uh, Africa AI has been a long term in the meeting. We've been um, sort of playing with LLMs and AI technology for about five to six years now. Uh, but the company itself is, is just about six months old uh, when we started developing our flagship products, which is Zerai and Benai. Wow, amazing. So it's been about six months. Yes, absolutely. So um, we, we pretty much started playing with um, uh, some of the APIs that were coming out from the big LLMs, um, and we sort of founded the Africa AI project around six months ago. Uh, our aim being... In being part of that community for so long, we realized that we were not at all uh, represented. Our languages were not being represented well. And image generation did not represent us well. Um, and just our country's information was not curated from an accurate position. Uh, the, for example, you go on ChatGPT about Kenya, it'll be, uh, it'll be you know, wrong information written by colonialists 500 years ago, right? And I think, there's a really importance of us getting some of our own information accurately into these LLMs. Oh, wow, sure. That's great. And uh, so that is the problem that Africa AI solves. Yes, absolutely. Look, um, as a Zimbabwean uh, native, we're not even allowed to use ChatGPT in Zimbabwe, right? We're blocked from those services um, and a lot of other services as well. Uh, however, the API is being available uh, in our country. Uh, we are able to build on top of giants like African Line, but then also sort of mesh together some of our own LLMs and some great companies like Python and Langchain and stuff. We have managed to give us access to be able to build around um, these great products uh, by injecting our own local knowledge bases, our own information, uh, and so that when you ask a question from any country that you're in, as long as your country is selected correctly, it should give you the right answers, more, connect more contextual, uh, realistic to where you're from. If you ask for a recipe from ChatGPT, you get foie gras, you get salmon. I don't know how much salmon you guys eat in Kenya, but we're landlocked. Um, so on our products, when you ask for a recipe, you will get correct ingredients, correct recipes, which actually makes sense in, in, your, in your community. When you ask for a man to on our image generator, you will get someone who looks like you, not someone who looks like David Beckham in Europe. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, you know that has been a problem which we've been experiencing as Africans. And uh, for example, here in Kenya, I remember there was a time that I was searching for, uh, I wanted to generate an image. It kind of uh, hallucinates. 
which is something yeah which is something that uh to us as africans it's actually not nice because we also want the the artificial intelligence tools to be able to identify us also and our culture so that's amazing and uh, well look i mean we can't expect um our brothers and sisters over the world in the west in the europe to care about how they represent you when they try to represent themselves um you know we have had many colonial revolutions in the past um the ones that you know religious revolutions that came and swept our countries you know industrial revolutions that came to our countries and these are all framed from the European Eurocentric point of view. Uh, and th that's their whole point, is they, they do things in the best interest for them. And I think there's no room for us to complain. We must participate and represent ourselves also, right? Uh, otherwise, we'll continue to ship our best talents overseas, and they'll always package it and send it back to us looking like Wakanda. Uh, and that's not what we look like, right? We, we, need, we, we need to make sure that these stories are told from an accurate perspective by us. Sure, that's amazing. And also one thing that I noted is that during the data collection, actually, I believe it's us Africans who are used mostly uh, at a cheaper price to actually be able to provide that data. So actually, you have, Absolutely. yeah, that's great. So yeah, so uh, apart from that problem, do you believe, uh, is there other problems that Africa AI is solving? not only for the African aspect, but how about um, new things that are coming up in artificial intelligence? For example, I've seen Ziv uh, AI. Yes, Ziv AI yes. and then AI. I believe those are tools that are unique and they are actually solving different problems apart from... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so, so Ziv AI, as you call it, or as we, in Zimbabwe, as you call it Zivai, actually means acquire knowledge in our local language of Shona. Um, and uh, that is our testing ground where we can be as dangerous and as uh, experimental as we like because it's for homegrown um, consumption. Right? So this is where we've loaded it with our parliamentary handsards, bylaws, you know, local um, vendors, etc., in our own private LLM. Uh, hosted by WebGPU. And, and so that when people ask questions about where can I get a great cake in my area, we can really try and see if we can pull the right vendors and do some e-commerce play within the chat space. Um, you know, it, it, so, so Zavai is very much a Zimbabwean-oriented product uh, for Zimbabweans, and that helps us get better. Because of the usage of Zavai, we've managed to make sure that nine, which is our Africa-wide product, you just have to select your country and we should be able to select Kenya, for example, and it should be able to reach you contextually. It should be able to give you recipes and work plans which are cognitive to your area. Um, and also it should be able to start as we now increase our community. You know, we're actively right now trying to recruit uh, comrades in different countries who can be team leads for Africa because we want them to also not do what we're doing with Zavai here, inject local knowledge bases, any newspapers they're allowed to input, any any literature you guys would like to input, any history books, um, so so that we start to build a really strong Kenyan LLM, right, that can interact really strongly with the Zimbabwean LLM, so that we can start to build a really strong African 
um, LLM that can actually speak on, you know, speak to our people in a way that they understand. Um, and, and with Zavai, we are trying to train it two of the main languages in Zimbabwe at the moment. Uh, and that's through a large league of volunteers, about 41,000 participating in the beta, um, who are making sure that it's not the gibberish that uh, ChatGPT is spitting out and speaking our languages, right? Uh, and, and, it's, and I'm amazed at how smart these LLMs are and how quickly they're adapting, right? Um, I wish I knew how it works, but it's almost really incredible neural learning that it's doing. When people say, no, that's not how you say that, that's how you say it this way. Um, and we're actually picking up these dialectual differences, because even in China, there may be 16 dialects, and how people pronounce things differently and spell things differently. So even dialectual differences are now being sort of assimilated and understood, which is really interesting. Um, and this is what we hope when we go to a country like Nigeria, which has got a large set of languages, uh, Kenya. Uh, these are the kind of things that we'll see how quickly it can train. We thought it would take us months. Uh, in the in one week, we made leaps and bounds, which are unimaginable. And, I mean, my mind is blown at how quickly uh, it's, it's, it's learning how to, to, to speak properly um, in our local languages. Amazing, amazing. And uh, one of the things that was fascinating me about Ziv AI is that it's been able, even you can search the constitution of Zimbabwe there, that's 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 something that I believe is also quite impressive. So even to us, no, as absolutely. So I think yeah. as a knowledge tool, no, absolutely. So I think as a knowledge tool, we, every time the parliament sits, we literally are scraping the parliament website and immediately get the PDF. We put it inside Zavai, so that when people say what happened in parliament today, explain to me like a five-year-old doesn't. And that's what we want, access to knowledge throughout the, um, the spectrum, right? You can have a really analytical uh, economist look at the Hansard, or you can have a five-year-old look at the Hansard. But everybody needs different information. Uh, and then that's what we're trying to do, is make sure that everyone gets the information the way they can, which is not through the guise or the phrase of our European counterparts. Um, wow, that's great. So you're pushing in terms of segmented segmentation of audiences and information well yeah i mean look uh the word segmentation is not a good one i i, I would call it a unification um because we're trying to unify the knowledge bases locally uh that sounds like an oxymoron but i need to be able to search information about the developed tribe in zimbabwe or my wife is in the belly, I should be able to understand cultural differences and stuff, comparisons, um, which are not through the lens of David Livingstone's boyfriend, right? We want to make sure that these things are done um, with real context and real, you know, real inputs uh, by our people. Wow, amazing. Now I have this question. And when it comes to building those artificial intelligence tools, which are some of the uh, challenges and opportunities that you face? Uh, the challenge is the expense, right? Um, this, is, this is an expensive place to play. The computing power needs is absolutely intense and immense. Um, we are very lucky that we've had um, friends, family, and early adopter raised on our main page where people have been contributing to keep us going. 
the the reason why we managed to eat some fried chicken today is because of our backers. And it's a, it's it's, a, it's these are people who are not maybe, maybe tech savvy, but are just passionate to make sure that a project like this survives. We don't have any other external money bar just friends and family and Twitter followers and Facebook followers who are you know, given a fifty grand to just keep working and keep building, and that gives us the freedom to actually be very creative and to be to be to 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 to, to experiment and dare to dream. Um, you know, we've had some great partnerships with bigger companies like Work GPU who've who've come in and said, "Dudes, let's host your local private LLM on 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 our, on our virtual cloud and let's." And let's see how hard we push, you know. And, I mean, today we're thirty-one thousand people using it simultaneously, and we actually managed to keep going, right? So, which is fantastic as a scale thing. Um, so, 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 uh, these are some of the opportunities coming up now. Like, it, you can't use Midjourney unless you're a geek, right? Slash, imagine, blah, blah, blah. On Zivide, and now you literally just click image and just type in whatever you like. I mean, I, I challenge you to type in Maasai Warrior and see how beautiful they come out. Are you able to, to sum it down to a niche that will be able to build those tools? I, I to build I the, the tools. tools. Yeah. That's great. Look, look, yeah. You know, we, we just want to build a community around this exciting space. Um, you know, we have no ego issues whatsoever. We want to collaborate and, and, and work with many others in the space. You know, there's colleagues in Kenya we've been speaking to, you know, who, who seem very keen and have also been pushing on their, their direction. Now, th there are things that we're going to be really good at, right? Because we're not first, this is not our first foray on as a startup in, 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 in Southern Africa, right? We've we, we're already pretty much the team behind the biggest e-commerce in our area. Um, we, you know, we've done, we've brought a lot of the best tech out here. This is our passion project. This is our, you know, this is our, our moment to make sure our university students always get free access to LLM, you know, assistance with code, history, politics, you know, our arts and culture. So this is one of those things that is really uh, driven by passion. And it's a people project. Uh, it's, it's the most democratic process I've ever been in as a CEO. We've got backers who put in hard-earned money. And you know Zimbabwe is a sanctioned country that's going through the most. But to see people giving up hard, their hard-earned cash to push um, this project is really humbling. And we, we don't take that uh, lightly. Uh, and and, and we, we're going to take that responsibility with, with, with the weight it deserves. Uh, and give the people the, the, the tools they deserve. Sure, amazing. So, in short, yeah, what you are saying is that you are, you, are, you are not allowing Africa to be left, left behind in the artificial intelligence journey. No, no, absolutely not. Um, you know, if we have our way, we will catch up and we will start pushing innovation ahead. I mean, look, I strongly believe that if I, if you look at the OpenAI ChatGPT uh, app, it's a piece of crap, right? If, if, if you look at it compared to, let's say, Zvayab and I, like we've done an infinitely superior job. All they have is money, so they can probably copy and do better, but we, we will continue to innovate on top and do better than that, right? So we have no problems in trying to compete on the highest level.
that's that's amazing i appreciate that sir and um, so in terms of data privacy and data protection and even data copyright how are you going about that so we are 100 encrypted between you and the llms that you interact with um and and, and, and i have to be 100 clear you know we, we have not been able to run away from open ai uh we don't we cannot run away from uh stability diffusion so if you look at our terms and conditions you will see very clearly that you will be interfacing a lot with external services and you are bound by the privacy policies of those services but as me as the ceo of this company even if you held a gun to my head and was burning my children there's no way for me to see your 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 content and, and that's how we built it and that's how I wanted to stay you know we we come from different types of regimes and, and governments etc and we don't want a situation where we we can be forced at gunpoint to open up what um what Samuel was typing in about the government or whatever uh we we want people to be able to freely communicate and speak within within the confines of our apps uh but then respecting the fact that open ai has their own policies that we have to interact with um of the stability diffusion python launch and etc so but as far as we are concerned we, we we are not at all interested in seeing what you type or what you ask this is um this is your private stuff and we hope that we keep it that way um and i'm going to fight as long as i'm at the helm to make sure that it never changes sure and that's promising so in terms of that will you say that uh, you're kind of immune to ai ai risk no we're not i mean um you know all this technology is brand new and i said i want to be very clear with you this is the absolute worst this technology can be because every day it gets better So when you use the night tomorrow remember you're using the worst version of it because tomorrow the next day is going to be better and better and, and and I think people are going to have to be patient with us as an industry and as a community as we get more robust on how we we we, we deal <coughs> apologies with, with with some of the safety issues we've had some major safety issues uh, in our beta test right um we had people trying to jailbreak our app um you know force weird prompts which were which, which were causing various issues um political prompts which are causing various issues um and we can easily start becoming a tool to manipulate elections or or defame politicians etc etc so there's a lot of hard prompts that we've had to put in to make sure that we protect the us, ourselves and the public for some of the dangers that come through and we will only get better as more and more bad people try and do bad things we have a lot of good people trying to stop it sure amazing so how how does africa ai collaborate for example with the government to ensure that and other institutions a collaborate with the government sure or other institutions or well look the best they'll get from us is do they want us to digitize their their archives their policies documents we're very happy to collaborate to, as a tool to make information more readily easier available for 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 the public um as as far as collaborating for them let's say censoring and causing uh, uh, you know and trying to censor people's opinions etc 
we're not going to we're not going to collaborate. <laughs> That's that's great. So I believe the Zimbabwe government will reach you people because you are doing an amazing job. And uh, will you say that Africa AI is supporting the growth of AI talent, especially in Africa? Look, we are definitely on the path to becoming, um, you know, a, a, one of the biggest AI uh, advocates in, in in this continent. We are heavily trying to recruit uh, colleagues. From, from from every African country, I'm talking Cape Verde even. I mean, we want every African country represented on our on our team um, because every country is but smart, talented people. And in whatever way we can work together, we're going to be pushing in that direction. You know, um, it, 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 it's it, it's important um, to to someone like me. You know, um, I'm I'm fortunate in that I've built startups before. I've exited well before. And I'm now at the top of the pyramid as far as Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I'm not doing this for physiological needs anymore, all right? This is now um, something I'm doing really for the benefit of my children's children. And I hope we lay a foundation uh, for the betterment of our people. Amazing. That's a good goal. And... Uh... What advice can you tell individuals or organizations that are interested in supporting uh, Africa AI's mission? Look, I think the the horse has bolted. It was let out of the barn without our consent. It was let out of the barn without our contribution. Uh, it was let out of the barn without anything to do with us. Uh, uh, we've been asked now to deal with it. Okay, this is this what is called AI. We now, as Africans, have to gear up to be able to catch this horse, tame this horse, and, and, and teach it to be more respectful to our cultures and how we behave and how we belong. Right? Um, it, it, and the thing is, brother, if we do nothing, guess what? That horse is going to be running around anyway. Right? If we do nothing, your children's children will still be hearing the perspectives of your history from a European lens, right? So basically, we have no choice. And that's what I want organizations, individuals, people in the, the trade to understand that we have no choice. Like we are either going to participate in this or we're left behind to deal with the consequences of other people's decisions. Sure. Amazing. Uh, in talks of the future, uh, what opportunities will Africa AI present to other Africans? Um, like I said, heavy recruiting in all our African countries. We would like individual teams, for example, not Team Kenya, to fork off and do a whole new look and feel of what they see should be um, their version of this or their co-pilot in this, right? And we want to empower our teams to make sure that they can be, they can be, they can build things in a contextual superior way uh, and take away some of the major headaches. Uh, and, and so that's where, that's where we are aggressively uh, going in one direction to tame that horse that was unleashed on us without our permission. And, and, and not play victim and say, right, we are going, we, we don't care that you unleashed it. We're not going to participate fully 
and we're going to try and tame this horse and we're going to try and make sure that it's uh, it's representative of us. And, and, and whatever thing we can do as a company, as a team, is going to be in that direction. Uh, and I hope people like you, journalists, can hold us to account, right? We, we, we want to make sure that this is not some insular, we want to be unit nonsense, right? We want to make sure this is a, a people-driven project because the information we're getting and the, the smartness our elements become is, our, is the people putting it in. And we want to make sure that we can keep pushing in that direction. Indeed, uh, we shall continue to be the watchdog as a journalist. We shall be watching, and that's great. And uh, that's good news, I believe, to to many that will be listening to this podcast. So that's why we always bring this content to be able to change lives and to impact lives. So, in terms of uh, how about addressing the the founders? What advice do you have uh, in founders that want to engage in the in this? Um, great journey of artificial intelligence um i'm going to advise the founders to to actually build tech that's valuable and that works and when i say valuable i mean brings real value to humanity africa is plagued with grandpreneurs who build bullshit because it's a buzzword and don't actually care about the usability or functionality of these apps. And this is ruining it for others, right? From the $3 billion that came to Africa in funding last year, none of those apps actually work, right? And there's gonna be a lot of money coming in for Africa when it comes to AI. I'm saying to founders, please bring real value to our people and stop building crap. It, uh, we love that. And uh, so in terms of funding, what will you say? Are you are you currently crowdsourcing or do you have? Yeah. Well, first of all, the, the first thing I did, I had, I had to finish my money. Then I had to start asking my friends and family for money and my followers on Twitter and my friends and family. But, but basically, the reason why we've chosen this route as a start is that we then don't have any overlords except the users, right? So the users are right now our only gods. We don't have a big company VC at the top telling us monetize, charge more money, blah, 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 right? Which is why you can still access it for free, right? Because the people are saying, let people use it, let's get smarter, let's get better. Let, you know, we'll figure out the money later. But right now, let's actually make this tool worth a damn. Amazing, amazing. And uh, now I'll get a bit personal. So who is Mr. Kuda? Is he a family man? Or uh, when you're not working, what are, what, what are your hobbies and things that you like to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a father. I've got five children. Um, I'm, you know, I, I'm a farmer by passion, believe it or not. Um, we run farms and run a business called Fresh in a Box as well, which is a veggie delivery box which delivers directly to people's homes. Um, our foray in AI actually started on that business as the LLMs helped it, made it so much easier to deal with our customer service, uh, copy for our ads, etc., and also managing our warehouse and our inventory and all these kind of things. So, so, so we have been leveraging AI for years. Um, on a, on a, on a, like on a personal level, I'm a geek. 
I, I interact more and better with my computer than with people, sadly. Um, and sometimes I'm socially awkward, uh, deeply flawed, but, you know, loving father, husband, um, family man, uh, I try my very best to, 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 to leave a positive mark on the world after a near-death experience, you know. I was in I was in a coma for a month during the COVID uh, tw- 2021, uh, and I survived by the grace of God. Really, uh, people were planning my funeral. That's how bad it got. Uh, and obviously, I'm obese. I've drunk and smoked too much in my life, so my survival was actually a miracle. And I think um, I, I now live my life far more purpose driven than I ever did before. Amazing. So what's your drive? What drives you to wake up each and every day and continue to put effort in Africa AI? Um, what drives me to wake up every morning is, 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 is an anecdote I heard once from my father who said, if I offered you a hundred million dollars right now to not wake up tomorrow would you take it and i said no i won't take it and so he said when you wake up tomorrow remember it's worth a hundred fucking million dollars <laughs> so <laughs> every day is a day. <laughs> so and uh, which is your which will you say to your biggest transforming moment or is it that the the case that you just told us uh, that we went through in back in 2020 yeah, uh, that, that's a, a big transformative moment in my life, yeah. That has been amazing, sir, and we are grateful because that. So what does the future look like for Africa AI? Uh, the future looks good. Uh, we promise to participate in this space and represent our people, uh, our African people, well and proudly and, and, and unashamedly, right? Um, we, we will have to stand on the shoulders of giants. Just like every app has to use Google API, we will use the APIs presented to us. But we promise to iterate and innovate around them and make sure we give you guys something worth your while. And we promise in that time to be building our own version, our own sovereignty with the super chips and the AI and the LLMs. Because if they decide to turn us off, that we shouldn't care. Wow, indeed. Amazing. And uh, thank you, sir, for finding time to be on our podcast. We are grateful. Thank you, second butter, we are, we, we are honored, actually, to have you as our founder of today. And, um, yes, we appreciate, sir, for, for, for the interview. So we'll have the podcast and the video. Uh, after finishing, we'll share with you the links. Then you can check out and share also. Thank you very much for having me. I I just realized that um, my hip hop uh, European upbringing of swearing a lot came out accidentally here and there. Uh, I, I I genuinely that's the way I speak. But I don't mean any offense. Uh, but thank you so much for having this renegade on your show. I appreciate it. Thank you, appreciate also. Much love from Kenya. Continue doing great. Salute you, brother. Thank you, and hopefully use the night chat. Nice, thank you.